Brandon Lewis here, back from a uh, week of non-vacation. Uh, as many of you know, uh, I do not do this full-time. In fact, I run another company, and uh, because that company has been rather successful, and because I have helped a uh, large amount of people and consistently do that, I'm able to fund the efforts of the Tennessee Conservative uh, each month. We get closer and closer to break even. And while I was running my annual conference in Florida, which happens to be uh, in the painting industry, I say, um, you know, painting and the press and politics is the same because you're always trying to cover something up. And uh, so while I was doing that, Paula was kind enough to fill in along with Jason and our uh, merry band of freelancers and conservative citizen journalists so that we can bring you the news. She did a great job, but you may not have missed me. You may not have missed old Brandon. But I missed you, and I missed bringing you the news because I love it, because I think it's important, because we have the ability to impact what happens at the state and local level when we simply can't do it at the federal level to the degree uh, we can leverage our time and our assets at the state capitol. Speaking of the state capitol, lots is going on up in Nashville. I can't wait to uh, share it with you. Some uh, good, some disappointing, but perhaps expected. So you're going to want to hear these stories. We're going to cover uh, illegal immigration, uh, religious freedom. We're going to talk a little bit about parents' bills of rights and a whole lot of other things. Before we get into these fantastic stories, uh, which can shape the destiny of Tennessee for the better or the worse, I would like for you to go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and subscribe to our free e-newsletter. You want to keep up with what's going on from a conservative perspective. Trust me, you ain't getting it uh, <laughs> from Tennessee's mainstream press. Uh, those people are completely populated, about 97 to 98 percent, uh, full of liberal leftist journalists that hate you, your way of life, your candidates, and your policies. As you can see on the front pages of broadsheets, uh, the indoctrination uh, old gray ladies that are distributed all across uh, the three grand divisions of Tennessee. Uh, so TennesseeConservativeNews.com if you would go there. And also, if you appreciate what we do, uh, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and uh, you can help us there. More on that later. So let's get right into the news, shall we? And as I go through these stories, in the comments section, top where you're from. Just, hey, I'm from Chattanooga. I'm from uh, Unicoi County, wherever you're from. You just type that puppy in there, Memphis, Germantown, uh, and all parts in between. And as I read these stories, whether you're watching it now or if you're watching it in the future, in the comments section, just write your opinions. I love to watch our subscribers engage one another uh, and say hello uh, to me. That's also fun as well. But let's get right into the stories. These are the big seven stories, according to me, uh, things that I think that you need to know about. First story, study committee gives zero workable recommendations to end illegal immigration in Tennessee. I talked about this on Alex Abernathy's show uh, this week. Here we go. Last Thursday, the Joint uh, Study Committee on Refugee Issues, which just should be called an illegal immigration study, let's be honest, uh, met to approve and adopt their final report on illegal immigration in Tennessee, which included the recommendations for how to address the issue in the state. Tennesseans have repeatedly called for action from our legislators to stop illegal immigration into the state, yet the recommendations in the report would really do almost nothing to actually stop the influx of illegal immigrants into the state or slow it down for that matter. Now, we did a big, huge study on illegal immigration 
uh, because only, for the most part, Republican primary voters are the people that subscribe to our publication and, and, and some independents. And uh, everybody wants it stopped. But I think it is so strange that Republican leadership is failing on this, so miserable. Bill Lee, one of his big platform uh, was to stop illegal immigration. And you can see some of the stories that are being posted in the comments section now. I've seen no movement from Bill Lee. In fact, he, he's the one that approved the Illegal Immigration Center in Chattanooga without any public comment uh, where kids were molested and lost. I, I have not seen um, uh, Randy McNally produce, lead, encourage anyone to do anything on illegal immigration. Cameron Sexton, uh, who I'm talking to tomorrow on this very topic, I, 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 if, if he's pushing on this, I've not seen it. I hope he will pick it up. I think it is a winning issue politically. Uh, the only thing we have are a few things we're going to talk about, and they're from uh, a handful of, of legislators on the House side that have the backbone to actually live up to their campaign promises instead of letting it simply be rhetoric. So here we go. Uh, these are the recommendations from the study committee. The federal government, uh, they're asking the federal government uh, to seek approval from the state prior to locating uh, UACs, unaccompanied uh, uh, minors uh, that are really just illegal immigrants, and most of them are teenage kids, or teenage males, uh, in support of the Migrant Resettlement Transparency Act introduced by Senator uh, Blackburn and Senator Haggerty. So they're going to ask the federal government to give them things that they previously didn't give them. I don't think they're going to give them to you now. And uh, in all due respect to Senator uh, Blackburn and Senator Haggerty, right now we are in the minority. We do not have the president. Uh, up in Washington, nothing that is introduced presently is going anywhere. It's, it's dead on arrival. So you can introduce everything you want when you're not in power, not much is going to happen. Additional uh, reporting requirements for residential uh, child care agencies, RCCA. Maybe you can get that. Maybe you can't. Their money comes from the federal government. I mean, why do they really care what the state's asking them to do? Next story, or next recommendation, immediate reporting of juveniles missing from a licensed facility. They might be able to get that. They might be able to get that, but I, the thing is, Tennesseans don't want any of these facilities to be licensed. They don't want any. They want a moratorium or maybe a permanent ban on these facilities. That's what I hear from Republican primary voters. Licensure revocation and ineligibility for renewal when multiple uh, facility employees are charged with criminal behavior, like if you lose or molest children, you can't get your license back. We just don't need them here to begin with. Okay, uh, The committee uh, majority does not appear to have considered support for any state level, uh, level solutions uh, to the problem, uh, such as two representatives, uh, two of Representative Griffey's bills, and I'll cover those in a moment, Instead, uh, they showed support for Blackburn and Haggerty's federal-level stuff, but you know th that's that's never going to make it. It's never going to make it in, until we are back in the majority. And even then, uh, Republicans are really squishy on illegal immigration. Now, when we look at these issues, and when we have zero uh, programs or or pieces of legislation being pushed by the governor, uh, by the speaker, or by the lieutenant governor. Um, you wonder why. When I mean, they talk about it on the campaign trail, but why in the world wouldn't something be put forth that would actually turn off some of the magnets uh, in our state? Employment, you could e-verify everyone, and it keeps uh, Tennesseans from having to compete against uh, illegal aliens for employment. 
you could cut off um, access to education at your expense at the tune of about $11,000 to $12,000 a year, not to mention the fact that having uh, kids in school with no prior education that can't speak English in, in with other uh, Tennessee citizens' children makes it very difficult to educate those kids in an environment. The only thing I can figure is this, and we'll move on to the next story. I've been repeatedly told by legislators off the record, uh, both senators and uh, representatives, that every time, um, every time something is really uh, talked about to stop illegal immigration in our state, the NFIB, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, and the large corporations start, start lobbying and threatening uh, lawmakers uh, about withholding PAC money because a lot of these guys are, are a little lazy, uh, very lazy, in fact, about raising money from individuals back in their districts. And so they, they kowtow. And instead, it, it almost takes somebody to break with leadership in order to even introduce a bill. And then you may not get a committee appointment if you push it. And, and you, may, you, may not, uh, you may not get to move up in the ranks. That's what people tell me. And it's not just like one person. I've heard this from about a dozen people on this issue. Next story. Call to action. Okay, Two Tennessee illegal immigration bills migrate to subcommittee. Two of Representative Griffey's bills to deal with the issue of illegal immigration uh, at the state of Tennessee have found their way to subcommittees. Uh, Bill uh, B. Lily Fraser says, what a way to run Congress. Eh, not a very good way. So two of Representative Griffey's bill to deal with the issue of illegal immigration in the state of Tennessee have found their way to subcommittees. I can't believe they even found their way to subcommittees. Representative Bruce Griffey's bills focus on real-world, state-level uh, solutions to the illegal immigration problems in Tennessee without shifting the responsibility to the federal government. All this crap that I see when the state says, oh, we're going to wait for the federal government, oh, we're fighting it in court. No, you have states' rights. If it's not inside the Constitution, if it's not inside the Constitution, and if it's not specifically delegated to the federal government, the state has the right to do it. Fight for your state's rights instead of constantly abdicating them. That's what nullification is for. Back to the story. House Bill 1994 calls for the Tennessee Commission of Safety and the Tennessee Commissioner of Human Services to develop and implement a system to identify illegals in Tennessee and relocate them to the home states of President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. The bill has been placed on the calendar for the House Department and Agency Subcommittee. So we're going to keep you abreast of what, what's going on here. We'll tell you who kills it. We'll tell you who supports it. The other bill, uh, Griffey's House Bill 1648, focuses on making Tennessee a less hospitable place for illegal aliens by denying their access to free Tennessee taxpayer-funded education. Why in the world should Tennessee taxpayers be forced to pay for the education for citizens of another country? It's illogical. It's unreasonable, it's not good for our educational system, and it's not good for our culture. House Bill 1648 would eliminate state education funding for students who are unlawfully present in the United States and would require LEAs and public charter schools that enroll students who are unlawfully present in the United States to bear the sole financial responsibility for their education. So if you're in Shelby County, Davidson County, and you want to foot the bill, foot the bill. That'll be your decision. The bill has been placed on the calendar for the House K-12 subcommittee. Just a reminder that good conservative legislation gets killed by rhinos in committees and subcommittees. And we will tell you who the rhinos are because we will know, and I love being able to tell people who the rhinos are right before an election. 
so that uh, people can make an informed decision. And if you look in the comments section, uh, you can see where Jason is posting the email addresses and phone numbers of these individuals. You should contact them and say, we support these bills. And the bills are, uh, and I'll just go back through the bill numbers here, House Bill 1994, and that's in uh, the Tennessee Commission of Safety and the Tennessee Com uh, Commission of Human Services. That's the relocation bill. And then you have uh, House Bill 1648, and that would keep you from uh, having your taxpayer dollars used to educate uh, people that are from another country, which I think is perfectly reasonable as a policy. Um, so keep up with that. Uh, third story. Crawford introduces Tennessee bill to deny voting rights for illegal immigrants, as if you should have to do this. But as you look at things that are going on in the crazy world that we're living in, it might make sense. A bill was filed on Monday by Representative John Crawford that, for the purposes of deterring illegal immigration in Tennessee, is in the same vein as one of Griffey's bill with the outcome of making Tennessee more inhospitable to illegal aliens. Crawford's bill would also help maintain the uprightness of the Tennessee elections by preventing any persons who is not a U.S. citizen from participating in any federal, state, or local elections in Tennessee. It would also prohibit local governments in the state from allowing those who are not citizens to vote in any local election. Bill Crawford's bill has gained a Senate companion bill uh, sponsored by Senator John Lundberg. I hope somebody else in the Senate picks up Griffey's bill. Uh, if they don't, we've got serious problems. and We've already got serious problems over there in the Senate, but it's, it's pretty rough. If you appreciate what we do here, go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support, and we will send you this directory of all your state reps and all your state senators so you can contact them about these bills and ask for their support. We'll send you a Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker along with a proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker, pardon me, <coughs> if you donate any amount. And if you get $50 or more or a recurring donation, you get this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler, and it is a beauty. People will stop you on the street. Uh, it, it, it immediately makes you better looking. It makes your conversation, uh, conversational style more sensible. Uh, you will be invited to parties and will be remarkably popular if you have this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Okay, these, these claims have not been verified uh, as truth in advertising. Uh, but, you know, we, we've learned in our culture that if you say it enough, maybe people believe it. Uh, but that does help us. You know, uh, a lot of people have different opinions on school choice. Uh, there, there, most people are for it. Uh, there, there are some folks that I can understand uh, that they want to uh, keep the government out of homeschooling or private schooling in any way because almost everything the government touch, touches, it ruins, and they suck at everything they try. So I can understand that argument, but I'd still like to get some of my taxpayer dollars back if I can, so I'm more of a school uh, choice proponent. But occasionally people will write snide comments like that I'm doing this for the money. Oh boy, if you were going to do something for the money, let me tell you what you don't do for the money. Do not run a conservative news uh, publication focused on state and local news. There is no money there. And so if you can help us uh, with your donations, that would help me uh, stop, it would help me to, uh, to put less money into this thing as opposed to more because it is a labor of love. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Um, and Jenny says, okay, I'm going to see if that helps, LOL. Well, thank you. I appreciate you, Jenny. Back to the story. <clears throat> Parents' Bill of Rights Act introduced in Tennessee Legislature. Representative Terry Lynn Weaver and Senator Janice Bowling have introduced the Parents' 
Bill of Rights Act in the Tennessee General Assembly to codify the rights of Tennessee parents in an effort to better protect children from various forms of harm inflicted by local educational agencies. It is so funny that we have to have a parent's bill of rights to keep the government that that is supposed to serve us from harming our own children. This is how bad government does at education. And I'm all, I, I, I like this bill already only because of who's carrying it. Terry Lynn Weaver, Janice Bowling, two women that stood up uh, early on uh, when they were really shutting down our schools, abusing our children. There's some of that that is still going on today uh, in private and public schools. It is reprehensible. Uh, I, I think it's a time of our culture. I think it's a sickness. Uh, I think it is a, 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 a sinful act of, of the evil one, and it is, it is all over. And these two ladies stood up early uh, and were, were really some of the only voices of reason as men were, were pretty cowardly, si cowardly uh, in silence. Uh, it took a, a couple of grandmas to, to step up and say, hey, uh, we're old enough and wise enough to know that this is not good for kids. And uh, I trust mothers when it comes to the welfare of children uh, more than anybody, and I'm glad these two ladies are covering this. In summary, the bill would require LEAs to permit parents to have access to certain information, including the names of instructors, titles of, uh, available in the school library, teacher manuals, and curriculum. The bill would also require LEAs uh, to acquire written consent before a student can participate in any extracurricular activity, family life lesson, field trip, school assembly or guest speaker event. The bill would prohibit certain health care practitioners from providing medical treatment to a minor without parental consent or an, or an appropriate court order. In addition, the bill would require LEAs to allow parents to review the names of any organization or individuals receiving funding from or contracting with the LEA in the school year, uh, visit their uh, student during regular school hours, and allow observation of the student's classroom. That is perfectly reasonable perfectly reasonable. Review a list of titles or materials that have been borrowed from the school library by their child. Simple. Simple. This is the kind of thing that if you asked at a private school, they would very likely just say yes. Okay? But when the government runs something and they're running it poorly, uh, they don't want a lot of eyes and ears out there because typically what's available to report is not very good. Uh, Rebecca says, yes, we need this. Thank you, Rebecca. Also, the bill requires that LEAs notify parents if there is any incident concerning student safety in the school, including any crimes committed by a teacher, substitute teacher, guest speaker, or other individual while providing instruction to the students and notify parents if any medical treatment is provided to the student by the LEA. As well, you should. Makes sense. I mean, it's, it's a sad day when our schools are so bad uh, that we have to do this type of micromanagement, but this is where we are. Next story. Tennessee school board receiving hundreds of threatening calls uh, a day uh, over m m moss ban. I guess mouse, I don't know how you pronounce it. According to our source, McMinn County uh, School Board is receiving between 300 and 400 phone calls a day over the perceived banning of a graphic novel previously used to teach the Holocaust in 8th grade. Almost all of these calls are originating from outside the school district. Surprise, surprise. These are liberal groups uh, that pay woke people to call and harass folks. That's typically what this is. Almost all of these calls are originating from after school district and the majority of them are threatening calls. I mean, who wants to do that? I mean, if you pay somebody to do that and they accept that as a vocation, they probably do not enjoy it very much. McMinn County School Board members voted 10 to 0 to remove the book uh, uh, Mouse during a meeting that was called to discuss the book after parents objected to the profanity and nudity it contained. I think you can teach the Holocaust without profanity and nudity. 
I think it's pretty easy. I think it's pretty easy to teach it without that. I think people need to know about it. Uh, I think if more people knew about it and knew about how the government manipulated and controlled people, uh, we perhaps would not have uh, acquiesced to so many things uh, that we did during the lockdowns, uh, which, as we know now from the John Hopkins study that recently came out, uh, that they did absolutely nothing. And uh, it's a little bit of a deviation here, but I would love to see the politicians who allowed that to happen and who were silent about that happening or who recommended it happening, I would like to see them personally cut checks to people for the economic, uh, mental, and educational damage it did to so many. Uh, I was not one of those that advocated for it. I was one of the earliest ones in the state protesting it. Uh, we, were, we were in the, in the throes of protesting the lockdowns um, in early March of, of 2020. And uh, people thought I was out over my skis, but now people have realized, uh, as I sensed originally, that it was problems. Uh, it, was, it was chock full of problems. It was wrong. It was unethical. And it was un-American. And uh, so it, it, if we had learned a little bit from the Holocaust and how people are manipulated uh, little by little, perhaps we would not have had the things that we had. Mid County School Board members uh, voted uh, for this, and they felt it was inappropriate for school students to read words in a book meant to be educational for which they would face discipline if heard using at school. Common sense, mainstream media has been reporting widely on the decision universally categorizing as a ban on the book, and our source said the book was never banned. He confirmed that it is still available in the school libraries to be checked out by students. They're just not going to teach from it. Seems reasonable. Another call to action, bill prohibiting unlawful restrictions on churches slated for committee. I will never forget uh, that Bill Lee called Christians selfish uh, who wanted to congregate. And I, I, I think that is crazy. The, the, the Bible calls for us to do so, asks us to do so, recommends us to do so. It does not say if there's zero risk. It does not say if there is a cold that could, could do some damage to you. They had a lot worse things to worry about in the church um, uh, when it was first being formed in Israel and Rome. Uh, our Savior went to a cross uh, for the beliefs, but we're afraid of a cold, so we're not going to congregate and worship. I'll never forget that. It is something that, that I cannot believe someone who professes uh, faith would ever say about Christians who want to congregate, but there you have it. A Tennessee bill that seeks to prohibit unlawful restrictions from being placed on churches and religious organizations during disasters or states of emergency will be reviewed by committee next week. House Bill 1694, sponsored by Representative Glenn Cassida, aims to prohibit the state, a political subdivision, or a public official from prohibiting or imposing additional restrictions on the lawful operations of a church or religious organization, including religious services or activities during a state of emergency, major disaster, or natural disaster. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Um, if there is a state of emergency, I would much rather be in my church than anywhere else. I would trust my church to do better things to help me during a state of emergency than my state or local government. In a state of emergency, probably the last people I would ever trust in a state of emergency after what I have witnessed uh, over the last two years would be our government. I think that uh, evil, capricious men do evil, capricious things when an opportunity is afforded uh, them to control other people, and we saw a lot of that. And so this is a bill I can get behind. The bill has been placed on the calendar for the House State Government Committee for Tuesday, February 8th. If you support the bill, contact the members of the subcommittee prior to the meeting on Tuesday, February 8th. 
Their contact information can be found in this article on our website. Chris uh, Wright says, uh, is the conservative part pushing for constitutional money ad defined in Article 1, Section 810 of the Constitution for flat currencies? I'm sorry, the comment disappeared. You lost me there, Chris. You're going to have to simplify it uh, for a... Uh, for an Alabama boy uh, born in a, uh, or raised in a trailer on the side of the state road. I'm not sure, but thanks for asking. Uh, you can look in the notes uh, section for the House State Government Committee. Jason just posted that, has all their email uh, addresses and phone number. I'd recommend you reach out to them and say you support it. This is a good bill. Bill to stop social media censorship of Tennessee elections and citizens gains steam. Representative Dennis Powers' anti-social media censorship bill has gained a Senate companion bill sponsored by Senator Bo Watson. He is not my senator, but he will be shortly uh, moving into his district. And summary, uh, Powers' bill designates social media platforms as common carriers and prescribes fines against social media platforms that deplatform and shadow ban users based on political ideology, viewpoint, or personal animus. After adding the additional text to the bill language or discrimina uh, discrimination based on uh, race, creed, uh, color, religion, sex, age, or national origin, Powers gained the support of Watson, who then introduced the Senate Companion Bill. Another bill was filed this week to require social media censorship study by the uh, Tennessee Advisory Commission and Intergovernmental Relations. Uh, but, you know, the last time we had a study committee on illegal immigration, we didn't get much out of it. Uh, in fact, we got some pretty weak recommendations. I would rather, I mean, we kind of know what needs to happen. Like with illegal immigration, you could pass, honestly, I kid you not, you could pass like one to three bills that would nip that in the bud for our state. It could be fixed. Everybody knows what the solutions are. Um, and our Republican leadership uh, and the governor's uh, mansion uh, over the House and the Senate should be asking for that. And with social media censorship, we know what the solutions are. We just need to make it uh, very painful uh, for, for people to censor speech. And as an aside, I can remember, and it wasn't too long ago, when liberals and the ACLU, they would stand up against any type of censorship. It used to be a, a commonly held American belief that censorship was bad, was wrong, that the freedom of the press, which is the very first amendment they put in, was, was there to safeguard freedom of speech. And now social media platforms have really become the press. They've become the people's press. And now that the people have their own presses and their own followers and they can publish their own information, the curators want to get rid of all the conservative thought, especially the kind that's effective, especially the kind that changes the narratives, and especially truthful things. I mean, many, many truthful things uh, that were censored throughout the, the scandemic um, later turned out to be true, but they were censored as false at the time. We need free speech in Tennessee. We need it in our country. Uh, it is, it is uh, the essential uh, weapon against tyranny, in my opinion and it needs to be exercised early and often. Guys, I appreciate you very much. Do go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and do subscribe. And, and for the few of you that are, that are actually listening this far, you're, you're the people that make this work. A lot of people will watch something like this for five, ten uh, minutes and check out, but those of you who listen to the very end are the folks that have carried our publication, uh, who share our information and stories, 
So at this point, I'm just talking to you. Everybody else has already quit listening, quit watching, but I'm talking to you. You know, um, I was at the gym last night, and uh, a friend of mine um, said, you know, my friends are sending me articles from the Tennessee Conservative. They don't know I know you. They don't know I live in your neighborhood. They don't know uh, that we work out together. Uh, it, and it just goes to show you uh, that the subscribers who uh, forward our information, that share our information on social media, who contribute, uh, we don't need everybody to be effective here. We just need you. We just need you. So if you'll go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support and help, that'd be great. And also, if you listen to podcasts and you prefer to get your news uh, by listening rather than watching, uh, if you will go to Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, leave a review. Leave a review. Give us a five-star review and say, hey, this is a great podcast. You should listen to it if you care about uh, news uh, in Tennessee and at the, in the state and local level from a conservative perspective. Uh, that'll help us find more people to talk to. Uh, Margaret says, uh, I'm a legal immigrant to this wonderful country and have lived here for 30 years. Illegal, immigrant, uh, illegal immigration pisses me off. Well, I bet it does, Margaret. I bet it does. And that's why you should get on the phone and you should call the committee and subcommittee uh, members who have these bills in front of them. Uh, you can see some of the notes in the comments section. Tell them your story. Uh, we've got lots of people uh, who came here legally who have the exact same stories. Uh, and, and we have them on both sides uh, of, of my family. And if you come here legally, I'm all for it. Uh, but everyone should have If we are not a nation of laws, we are not a nation at all. And we need laws and borders. That's what makes a nation. Brandon Lewis with the Tennessee Conservative News, Big 7. Those are your stories. I uh, appreciate you very much, guys. Love you, mean it. Glad to be back in the saddle. Talk to you next week, if not before. We've got a big uh, interview with Cameron Sexton, uh, Speaker of the House, coming up next week. We'll let you know when that's going to roll out. See you then.